When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, episode number eight, The Last Jedi. That is our podcast for the day. So I think people are going to be split with how they feel about this podcast. I think people are going to be happy and disappointed, just like they were. Yeah, (laughs) you call it The Last Jedi, I call it Space Bear. Space Bear? All right, so... (laughs) Space. Fun fact: that was the uh, that was the code name for episode eight, right? Right. We right. The working title, that was the working title. Yeah. Can you imagine though, if like Ryan Johnson was like, "Hey guys, this is the name of the new movie, Space Bear." I will. After I've seen <laughs> the Last Jedi, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Just kidding. But thank y'all for joining us today on our eighth episode of the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Today is May the first. And almost uh, almost here for National Star Wars Day, May the 4th. It's coming up here this Friday. So that's exciting. And uh, once again, uh, my name is James, and this is David. David, and we are the host of the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Spotify. Uh, look us up on Instagram at SWS Pod, or look us up on Twitter at uh, SWS Pod 2187 at, right? Is that her name? <laughs> Sure. All right, cool. <laughs> we'll go with that. And uh, so, yeah, once again, thank you all for joining us. And today we have a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff has happened in the week since we've talked. So let us just get right into Star Wars stuff. Here we go. So happy 501st Day. Yeah, that's today. It is May 1st. So, yeah. Happy 501st. to all the 501st members. And uh, hopefully I'm soon to be one. And so. you got your uh, TIE Fighter uh, stuff well, I got an email saying that my stuff's going to arrive, so uh, oh, okay. once I get it, I have to uh, make sure that that's all good, and then uh, another shipment for boots, and then I'm going to submit it. Are you so. excited? Are you like, really, really excited? Yeah, yeah, I'm really <laughs> excited. I mean, it's pretty much the culmination of being a fan for 36 years, yeah, basically. To enjoy the 501st yeah, and to have yeah. your own TIE Fighter costume. Like, come on. So what else we got this week? So... I uh, found a report here that um, I didn't really see a lot of people talking about. And uh, it was a report that Variety dropped that uh, reported that a company called Ren Ventures is uh, claiming ownership of the word Sabak. And um, they've had that name licensed since May 2017. And they uh, started a uh, selling a mobile game calling Sabak, which is a game that we'll see Han and Lando play in the Solo Star Wars story yeah. film. And um, they're basically suing. They're they're suing Lucasfilm. They're suing Denny's for airing that <laughs> that, commercial. that commercial. And they're also uh, suing uh, Collider, who was the first outlet that aired the commercial. So, so you so. 
is this is this legit? Do they have enough to like go off of to actually sue Lucasfilm, or is this word sabak? Has it been around in the Star Wars lore for like all these years, and then some company just or what? It's been around in the Star Wars lore, but for some reason or another, Star Wars didn't license that name. Are you, oh my gosh! So, so even though little, Star Wars has had this in like all the like the right, EU right, universe, right. this company did license it. And so now that the movie's coming out, they're like, oh, by the way, we own the word. We we have a, right. yeah. Right. But Lucasfilm did countersue. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's still kind of up in the air. It's still pending. So we don't know what the outcome is yet. And then, of course, the solo film's coming out, and that yeah. word's going to be thrown around, possibly. Do you think it's or gonna, maybe they might not even say it at all. Do you think they're going to go back and change it? Do you think they're going to do that? I don't uh, think Lucasfilm would do that. I think Lucasfilm does feel like they have rights to the name. I, and I, I would think so. I mean, Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we don't know. And, like I said, a lot of people aren't talking about this, so it's it's kind of an interesting thing. We'll keep you really, updated yeah, for sure. Yeah, there we go. All right. So, what else we got? So, another news, a new German solo trailer came out, and um, I'm not sure, did you... I didn't catch that one, no. So, yeah, it's all in German. Okay. All, all, the, all the voices are in German. But there are some scenes where Dryden Voss does have some dialogue. And it was translated. And some of the stuff that he says is, uh, Give me a reason not to kill you. And you will have to be careful for the rest of your life. Ooh. That was the dialogue that, that was said by Dryden. Okay. I wonder who he's talking to and what like the uh, the scene is. You know, Right. I think the camera was facing him when he yeah. was saying this stuff, so we didn't quite see who exactly he was speaking with. He's probably speaking to... He's, I, I guarantee you he's not speaking to Solo. He's speaking to somebody else. Like They're not going to put that in the trailer. What else? What, what else happened in the trailer? So some more news came out when that trailer, that German trailer dropped, that Solo pre-sell tickets were going to come out May 4th. Yes. So that was almost like a week ago mm-hmm. since we last podcasted, but it seems like now we have 99.9% yeah. confirmation that tickets are going to come out May 4th, so we'll be able to buy them. And look, they're actually going to do something on May the 4th. I know a couple of weeks ago you were like, man, they don't do anything for May the 4th. I take off work. Are you off work? Are you, you're off yeah. this Friday. Yeah, yeah. I am, yeah. I am too. Shh. But, <laughs> but what's really funny is you're like, they don't do anything. But now it looks like this year they're going to utilize the 4th and they're going to release the tickets on sale. And I'm going to be the first in line probably to watch it. Although I'm, I'm sad we're not going to get like another trailer. You know, like they usually do, like they show the trailer and they release the tickets. Or at least they did that for the episodic ones. This time they're just going to probably release the tickets. Do we know what time they're going to release them? Or is it just going to be... I didn't see reported time, but I know we're going to get the tickets okay. May 4th. And they also reported the runtime, which is 135 minutes, which equates to about 2 hours, 15 minutes. All right. That's a, so it's, it's decently it's a decent, decent length. length. Yeah, yeah, for, a, yeah. for a standalone yeah. Star Wars movie. Yeah. And also I know May 4th, Ron Howard is going to be on Good Morning America. And I'm pretty sure maybe <laughs> they're going to release something. Oh, okay. So, but, I mean, I've seen enough. Yeah. You yeah. You're, the feature you're, it. The trailers, the commercials. The featurette was awesome. Yes. And we're about Are to talk we about, talking about that. that? Okay, yeah, sorry. I didn't want to jump the gun. Yeah, yeah. Here we but go. But also, I also wanted to mention that um, Otterbox has released uh, three solo cases for iPhone and Galaxy mm-hmm. phones. And there's a Falcon design. It's blue. Uh, there's a multi-symboled white case design uh, that's called All or Nothing. It has uh, one of those uh, images or one of those uh, markings that Boba Fett has on his, I think, yeah. on his uh, shoulder pad. And there's a Chewbacca case, and it's uh, uh, like a real like colorful close-up of his head with the uh, goggled. 
My uh, my brother actually got the the the, the, the Millennium Falcon one from uh, for his iPhone 10, and he sent me a picture of it. And I had just ordered my iPhone which 10 phone? star. Uh, which one? His iPhone 10. I've, oh, okay, iPhone X. Okay. Yeah, iPhone X. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had just gotten my Star Wars one for my phone, and then I my brother was like, "Oh, let me." Let me uh, send me the link. And so I'm about to send the link, and I was like, "No, they just released the solo ones." And so he got the solo one, but it looks pretty, looks pretty cool, looks really. So cool. if you would have waited, would you have gotten the solo one or stuck with yours? I think I would have gotten the Falcon because yeah. the Falcon looks pretty cool. But then again, I do like the one that I. Yeah, have. I like the one you got too because yeah, it has like the ships and the yeah. logo. If you haven't seen it, look, uh, it's on Instagram. I have a picture yeah. of it. It's pretty, pretty sweet. All right, so what else we got? And uh, Lucasfilm is also celebrating 10 years of animation. So ten. Oh, years. that's right. Yeah, yeah. two thousand two thousand eight was when. Uh, right, right. The Clone Wars debuted on Cartoon Network. I, I worked at the movie theater when that movie came out, like that that uh, summer, and I was just really confused because 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 like it showed you know like Star Wars you know the Clone Wars and I was like did they just make a whole movie without us knowing like it's gonna be like a whole Clone yeah, Wars movie yeah, yeah. and then I saw the trailer and I was like oh okay that's interesting but now it's like that was like an amazing feat for Star Wars you know right, right now right. we have all these great things coming out of that so. yeah and at the 40th pan I really liked how George Lucas talked about how he pushed his animators and pushed them yes. hard and got them to go to lengths that it was dependent on budget and then the talent and it all kind of came together and they pushed the technology forward and yeah now yeah. Now, now with rebels yeah. it's like the sky's the limit now with what they can do with that animation it's pretty great yeah. it's pretty yeah. great speaking of animation Uh-oh. the giant news oh yes this is awesome star wars resistance yes. was announced. we all knew that lucasfilm had licensed the name resistance trademarked it and we were all wondering why and of course we all figured it was going to be the next animated series and we guessed right uh so star wars resistance is going to be a high-flying anime inspired series that explores an uncharted time frame prior to the events of the force awakens which is awesome yeah there's so, a lot of fertile ground there yes and that's like i was talking to somebody the other day and i said you know the the, the stories between force awakens and the return of the jedi are like Im- limitless there's so much information we really need and we have a little bit you know from all the books that are being written but there's still a lot more that we're just dying to, to see dying to dying to you know hear about and so when i saw like the the teaser poster it's like the x-wing and you see bb-8 in the corner i was oh man that was that's beautiful and we're gonna get uh, oscar isaac is it's gonna i'm pretty sure he's not gonna be like a maid character as Poe, mm-hmm. but he's going to show up. And then uh, Gwendolyn, uh, what's her name? Christy. Christy, yeah. she's going to be Phasma. Phasma yeah. So we're going to see that, and we're going to see yeah. a bunch yeah. of cool stuff yeah. from there. So Yeah, and they gave a little synopsis. I'll read it. Uh, production has begun on Star Wars uh, Resistance, an exciting new animated adventure series about Kazuda Ziano, a young pilot recruited by the Resistance and tasked with a top-secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. It will premiere this fall on Disney Channel in the U.S. and thereafter on Disney XD and around the world. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to buy it, you know, because I don't have Disney XD. I'm going to you know, just buy the seasons. That's what I did with Rebels. Like, <laughs> well, um, I cut the cord back in 2015, yeah. and there's a lot of services out there now that offer Disney XD. I know Sling does. Okay. And I know PlayStation View does. Mm. I've gone with Sling and I've canceled and gone back and forth with them for <laughs> like the NBA playoffs. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's there's definitely ways to access Disney XD without getting cable or, or dish. I just buy yeah. it. I just buy the, the seasons when they come out. I don't yeah. <laughs> I'll, like how much is it? 30? Ah, okay, I'll buy it. 
<laughs> I ended up having to do it anyways. And I'll just borrow it from you. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, a little bit more on it. Um, featuring the high-flying adventure that audiences of all ages have come to expect from Star Wars, Star Wars Resistance will feature the beloved droid BB-8 alongside Ace Pilots, colorful new characters and appearances by fan favorites including Poe and Phasma, voiced by Oscar Isaac, Gwendolyn Christie, Christie and... Um, the series was created by Lucasfilm Animation veteran Dave Filoni and other anima- animation veterans from the Clone Wars Rebels and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's pretty cool, so, man. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of veterans on the project. And to me, I like the, the fact that they're switching it up and they're going to anime. Yeah, that's As, nuts. as opposed to yes. like the computer generated that we used to on Rebels and Clone Wars. Did you ever see somebody, I don't know who it was, put together this video of this TIE fighter getting ready to go out into battle. And it was all done in yeah, anime. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing I'd ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. It was and really cool. So if they could do it up to par with like that, with whoever did that, yeah, it's yeah. going to be something. It's going to be amazing. And the most recent thing I've seen is the Batman anime. Yeah, I've, saw, seen, yeah, I've seen pictures of it. That's, it that's pretty, pretty trippy, and it yeah. looks really, really good. <laughs> so I'm wondering if Lucasfilm was like, all right, we should probably jump on this this right. type of style of animation. And and plus, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's it, I don't know, it just needs to be different. Because if we would have seen like, oh, here's another Rebels, here's another Clone Wars yeah. animation. But now that it's different, we're all going to just be like flocking to it to see like how they're going to pull this off. And I think it's going to be awesome. I think right. it's going to be sweet. Yeah, it, it has a lot of potential. A lot of potential. And uh, Dave Filoni also said about Resistance that it was inspired by his interest in World War II. Um, he had a grandfather that was a pilot and an uncle that flew and restored planes. And that had a big influence on him. So, I mean, that's that's totally awesome, man. Inspired from it's actual cool. events. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And they also announced the voice cast, which I, I found rather interesting. And uh, kind of a, a interesting fact that Donald Faison was at the, uh, the Rebels release at Lucasfilm. And he asked a question... And he kind of made like causes like a stir with this. He was kind of like acting out it. He was like making like a scene. Oh, okay. And uh, he was actually cast on another series that didn't go through for Star Wars. Oh, okay. And it was like a droid series or something. But he's cast. Uh, also, one of my favorite SNL uh, alums, Bobby Moynihan. He's going to be a voice, <laughs> and he's a very big Star Wars fan. Awesome. I found out. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, and. Uh, among uh, those people, Christopher Sean from Days of Our Lives, Susie McGrath from East Enders, Scott Lawrence from Legion, uh, Myrna uh, Velasco from Elena of Avalor, uh, Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley, uh, Jim Rash from Community, and Rachel uh, Butera from Tammy's Tiny Tea Time. <laughs> so it's yeah. gotta, it's got to be cool, man. Like there's so much that they can do with it, and it's and I, I I thought whatever because uh, I heard that. Dave Filoni actually did it. Wasn't as involved with the fourth season of of Rebels. Really? Yeah, I heard like mm-hmm. he he kind of he, he like he announced like he wasn't going to be as like deep with that one. Mm-hmm. And so I figured he's probably working on something in between six and seven. Like I said, he has to be working on that next story. And so where Rebels ended, I thought, oh, that's a really that's awesome. And now I see what he was doing. But now we realize he's he's going to be working on this story. So my question is, is this going to include? some of the rebels like is uh, some of those characters got to pop up is this gonna you know like how are they gonna what are they gonna do with that i want to say yes and no because i feel like 
it, of course, it's right before The Force Awakens, so Ezra would be kind of old. Yeah. Thrawn would be super old. Yeah. But Jason Solo, or not Jason Solo, uh, Jason uh, Syndulla. Yeah. A little Freudian slip there. So, yeah, he, he might, yeah, he might show up. Um, yeah. So that, that would, that would work. Yeah, that would work. I, yeah. man, it's and right. Rebels fans would be down for that. Oh, I'd be down. And like, like, yeah, there's so many things they could do. There's so many cool people they could just throw in. Right, right. And, yeah, we'll talk more about that after. What else we got in the, the news? So uh, if you uh, went to the theater this weekend and saw a uh, particular uh, film starring a big uh, purple guy, uh, you might have seen uh, Donald Glover do uh, uh, kind of a MTV crib-style tour of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when it came up, I was there at the theater. I was like, wow. <laughs> and yeah, he kind of like led you around the the new uh, pristine super white oh, Falcon. Awesome! And yeah, he walked you around, showed you kind of like the galley and the cape room. There's an actual like closet just full of capes. Cause yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of shows that yeah, that's that's his ship. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome, and then they did it crib style, so it was kind of. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. Yeah. I haven't seen this certain movie with a purple guy yet, yeah. but I want to. I'll get there early just so I can see that yeah. Millennium Falcon thing. <laughs> yeah, the Star Wars show this last Wednesday. I think that was a show where they talked about the Millennium Falcon tour. Oh, okay. And that was actually created by fans. Um, they used three shipping containers and they used the actual blueprints to create Whoa. the inside of the Falcon, and they're going to take it on tour. And they just stopped last week at uh, the University of uh, Northern Kentucky. And the tickets are free. And the report was there was a line around the block. I could to get imagine. In it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I could imagine. So, but the, the kind of strange thing is they're, they're not posting any upcoming dates huh. of, or cities that they're going to. Man. So if it makes its way down to Texas, I might want to oh, yeah. think about heading out there and <laughs> check it out. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Um, so uh, this past Sunday, there was a new uh, solo feature. It also, yeah, we talked a little bit about that. They showed a lot of new footage. They showed day and night shots of Corellia. They showed a. They showed the dice being hung on the windshield. Oh yeah, I saw on uh, on his like speeder yeah. or whatever he has there. Yeah, I had to I had to rewind it and look, and there there was no rear view mirror there. It's just like a yeah, like a pipe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just hung him up there. Um, also, uh, shots of uh, Han in the Empire. Yes, I would want to say that was nuts. Yes. So all the uh, EU fans, I think, are pleased because that's the old that's legend the, that's story. The old legend story, okay? Yeah, and him being totally shocked and being blown forward and taking off his goggles, his face mask. Uh, also, uh, Han flying. It uh, looks like maybe that heist yeah. for, for the train. He's he's maybe towing some of that. Yeah, it looks like Cargo. he's towing something yeah. off of it. And it yeah. looks like maybe some cloud riders also helped him. Oh. Those smaller ships on the side. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, kind of an interesting thing. I got a little nervous, though. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll go more into that later. Yeah. But, all right, what else we got? What else we got? So, yeah, John Boyega did an interview, I think, yesterday. And he uh, let, the, uh, let the information out that uh, he's growing his hair. Uh, specifically for episode nine. That's crazy. And that we'll see the reason why in the trailer. That is awesome. So what does that immediately tell you? That tells you that there's, there's going to be a there's, long there's gonna be a gap. expanse be a time of time gap, yes. between The Last Jedi and episode nine. So 
that kind of helps them with the whole Carrie Fisher, yeah, yeah. dressing Leia situation. And I think that was genius for them to, to say, okay, we're gonna put this thing. How many years? How many years are you thinking? Like five years? Or see, I don't think they're gonna do ten years because they're gonna in ten years you're gonna look completely different than what you are, you know, now. So I think it's gonna be like a five year like jump, almost. Yeah, that sounds about right. Five, yeah. eight years, five, seven years, somewhere around there. That's going to be crazy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing since there's not going to be any Star Wars this Christmas, maybe we'll get our first teaser. Yep. Because they are gonna, going to start shooting in July. And um, like I referenced earlier, the movie that came out this weekend was, of course, Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. And I personally, if I would have bet they were going to beat The Force Awakens, $247 million yeah. opening weekend rec- record, I would have lost I didn't. I did not think that they were going to beat that record. I knew they were. I really. I, I knew. I knew there's a huge following with these movies, and this is a ten year build up to this movie. Right. So, in my opinion, I, I already knew this movie is gonna is gonna completely beat The Force Awakens. Right. But I think Episode Nine is gonna beat Infinity Wars. I'm gonna say that. Oh man, it's so <laughs> tough to call. But judging but, on what they show in the trailers, on who's cast. I think that's going to play a lot into it. And, I, and what J.J. says at stuff like Celebration. Oh, yeah. and I'm telling just, you, no, there's no better movie promoter than J.J. Abrams. He can get anybody psyched about – like, he's going to release the, the greatest teaser trailer ever. He's going to give the coolest interviews. He's going to give us little tidbits. And I'm telling you, he's going to hype that movie up so much that it's going to make probably more than Infinity Wars did opening weekend. At this point in time, i got to say it's not going to break that record, man. man watch, but whoa. if he starts dropping bombs in the trailer, like if they show like maybe like Liam Neeson, Hayden Christensen popping in, you, Ewan McGregor, I mean, that might get a Dude, lot of people he, hyped if, up. If he shows, yeah, if he shows Ewan McGregor in the movie doing something, people are going to go, what? What's happening? Then it's going to start to explain in the trailer how it's everything from back in the prequels until now is like it's relevant. Everything that happened was for a reason. And if he builds it up like that, he, I think he could possibly do it. I, I, I really believe that. If he could do a, how many years? A 40 year build up to a movie? Whereas Infinity Wars did a 10 year build up to a movie? I think, I think he could do it. Going back to the whole thing where he talked about I, he wanted to connect. All three trilogies. Yeah. If I were JJ, Uh-oh, what I would do is go back and go to and and just mine the best the, the stuff that interests me the most and just reshoot it. What? Reshoot those scenes from a different point of view. A certain point of view. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm a, a certain point of view. Reshoot it so we see stuff in the prequel trilogy. A, in a different light, wow. stuff in the original trilogy in a different light. So, but so that's a lot of stuff because there's there's a few cool moments right. in the prequel. It's the last so, movie, man. So like that's that movie's gonna be like eight hours long if you do that. Like if you so, go, I, like, it's like who knows if there's gonna be another episodic film? Yeah, it's because true. we got Benioff and Weiss doing their own thing, Ryan Johnson doing their own thing. So it's like uh, we got all these films and maybe more Star Wars stories. But there's no real talk of episodes after. 
Yeah, true. and of course we all know Daisy really wants to do something different afterwards. Yeah, I, I know think John Boyega's game. I'm, yeah, be, oh wait, you mean like she wants to do another Star Wars movie, or is she done with Ray? Because I, I think she wants to kind of move on. Yeah, I've heard as far as like the filming stuff. Okay, so yeah, it's it'll be an interesting time. Yeah, because that's another thing. That's why I think it's going to make a lot of money because people are going to want to see what's going to happen next, whether or not. This is gonna finish the entire Skywalker saga, you know. Like this is gonna be the final one. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, it could do it. Yeah, it, well, yeah. I don't disagree, <laughs> but I mean, it, there's got to be something almost equivalent to the whole Chewie were home moment in one of those trailers. Oh, yeah. there's got to be something where people are just gonna be freaked out and super hyped to go see it. And I, all I gotta say is J.J. Abrams is behind it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Lucasfilm <laughs> sent out a uh, congratulatory uh, picture over Twitter. It says, uh, from a galaxy far, far away to Earth's mightiest heroes, congratulations on the biggest opening weekend in history from Kathy and everyone at Lucasfilm. It's tradition. Every time this happens, the the prior film company does pretty much the same thing, send a picture. When I think, uh, I can't remember, but I know it was a thing between Titanic and Star Wars. Oh, okay. And uh, Lucasfilm made a thing with all the characters from Star Wars on the Titanic sinking. <laughs> and congratulated James Cameron. And I think there was a thing where, I think uh, Spielberg did a thing with Jaws and congratulated George on it. Oh, okay. And yeah, so there's kind of a tradition so a of thing. doing that. Yeah, it is a thing. But it's a cool picture. This picture right, is really right, cool, though. right. So, yeah, staying in underneath the Disney umbrella. So we all know, or maybe the listeners don't know, but Disney is in the process of acquiring the Fox, 20th Century Fox archives of movies and TV shows. Yes. Uh, they're not in the process of acquiring any of their sports or anything like news, Fox News. They're just movies and TV, TV So that includes the original trilogy that's not specialized. It's not Ooh. the special editions. So a lot of people call them the despecialized editions, yeah. even though they're pretty much the original Star Wars films. And a lot of fans over the years have talked about, hey, if, if they release those, I'm buying those. Yes. Me included. Oh, yeah, me But too. I've heard a lot of people say lately that they wouldn't shell out the cash to buy them. Why? What's the uh, well, re- some of the reasons are that when the specialized editions were made, it wasn't just like them adding new scenes. It was actually cleaning up like certain aspects of oh, the yeah. film that... Yeah. I mean, and you, and you could see it on the uh, on the original VHSs where George Lucas talks about it. But for me, I would really love to see those original films yeah. restored in 4K and not really edited or touched take, up or anything. Up the, yeah. Right, right. So you can see all the little imperfections. That right, right. I, I, me personally, I would love that. Maybe it's just because I'm old. You are know. old, but you yeah. know. No, no, I, I see what you mean. But like, they, you know, a couple of years ago, they did that whole release. They released a special edition, and then the original ones of the same like DVD, right? But, but, and that didn't have a lot of fanfare because they did release them on DVD. Yes, and man, I uh, didn't buy them. A friend but, of mine, but I heard that that uh, the cut of it wasn't actually the original. Right, it was, it was still tinkered it, with a little they, bit. They, it was like a 1992 restoration they did or something like that to yeah. where you could see like some of the, like the weird stuff was tweaked just a little bit to where like there was one part like a stormtrooper's head like his his mask like kind of like overlaps because of all like the digital stuff they did with it. So it wasn't 100% uh, what's that word? Despecialized. Right. So we're all still just waiting for 
the day Lucasfilm says, here is the originals and they're all their glory. And what would be really cool. All right. Here's what would be really cool. This Christmas, they release all the movies back in theaters. Like, that would be amazing. Can you imagine that? If this Christmas they say, oh, yeah, four, five, and six are now in theaters for y'all to watch. That would be really smart and amazing. And then what would they do? They'd release the new trailer before each of those. Man. Yeah, I wonder I wonder what the cost Delta would be for something like that. Because they would re-release them. And then, of course, there's the void of no Star Wars film in the theater. Yeah. You'd fill the void. And, but then again, I mean, we'll have Resistance coming out in the fall. Yeah, true. true. So that little like gap in time would be kind of filled. But yeah, I mean that 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 would be that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would be I would go. I would watch yeah. all three of them one day if I if given the opportunity. I would. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I would too. Yeah. <laughs> so would everyone else. If you have an Xbox, uh, you can actually download and play all the original. Uh, Xbox games uh, that were Star Wars related, like Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Jedi Starfighter, Knights of the Republic 1 and 2, The Sith Lords, um, Republic Commando, and The Force Unleashed. They're all backwards compatible now. That's awesome. And they're actually special editions. <laughs> I know we just talked about the, the, the negative aspect of that, but these are actually improved games. The so they, they, they've improved. done all the, redone right. every graphic. Well, not, well, not, not, I wouldn't say it like that, but they did improve uh, the graphics. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it looks a little better, and I think um, the speed of the game is actually better, the load time. And that, that Battlefront 2 game, when it came, that was amazing. Back yeah. in the day, that game was just awesome. I don't think I ever played it. You never played the Battlefront? Oh, no. Like, it, was, it was awesome, which was why when the, the Battlefront that came out in like 2015, it, nobody really liked it because of like the hype and like the buildup from that that second one was like back in the day and then now battlefront 2 the new one that came out last year kind of like went back and said okay here's this here's the battles and here's what you could do differently it's like what do you mean differently that, that's what you should have done in the first place but yeah. uh, but the force unleashed i played i didn't play the second part of the force yeah. unleashed but the force unleashed was pretty cool did you ever yeah. play that one yeah yeah i beat the force unleashed the first one did, no, so at the very end i know we're gonna spoilers for a video game that's really old what was your choice that you made at the very end did you try to kill the emperor or did you cr- try to kill Vader? Because like that, the very end. You know, honestly, I don't even remember. You don't remember that? But I think I probably went for Vader. You went for Vader. Yeah, and you died. No, wait, no, no. You're. (laughs) I think. No, no. I think it was like you live and you kill Vader and you become the new, the new like princess, the new apprentice. I went after the airport. I went after and I died and I was really sad. But I was like, oh, I guess that was what was going to happen if you chose that. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all the the week. The week's big news. So going back to the featurette, I uh, I was I watched it and I, and I got goosebumps when I saw you know Han Solo there on a field wearing imperial you know stuff and Beckett as well is also wearing an imperial like he has a shield on and, yeah. and even uh, Teddy Newton's character what's her name again uh, Val Val she's there with them so they were all in the on the Empire at one point and then they all get out and they all become you know. Uh, you know, what, what are they, what's the word, like, pirates, you know, pretty much like yeah. pirates, you know. So I'm watching that, I'm thinking, man, I like it, but then I started thinking about Firefly, and it made me a little sad to think, like, is this what they're going to do? Because if it is, Firefly already did it. The opening of Firefly is them in this battle, and then they lost the battle, 
and then now they're just taking jobs to get by in the galaxy flying around in this ship. And I'm thinking, okay, it's 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 like that, but not like that. It's not like that in that you know they they all somehow leave and they all somehow fight each other later. And they all somehow go on this one mission as opposed to Firefly, where it's they're all stuck together. So I just saw this parallel with Firefly, and it made me kind of s- nervous for Solo. <laughs> like, sad nervous. Yeah, sad. Yeah, because it was like, oh, did they just kind of get that? Did nobody think about that plot point, or am I just looking too deep into it? I mean, how do you? feel? Well, we have Lawrence and John Kazan writing, so yeah. maybe uh, not so sure if Lawrence has seen Firefly, but John probably, <sighs> probably has. has. Yeah, so he probably would have like said, like, "Hey, Dad, uh, Dad, you know, this too is- close to uh, something that uh, has already been done." So, how, how did did you ever th- did you think about that at all, or am I just? I've never seen Firefly. Oh, you never, oh what the? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not, I'm not a Joss Whedon fan at all. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Yeah. Here we go. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's something similar to that, you know? And um, so when I saw that, I got nervous. And then, but then I'm thinking, eh, they'll, they'll make it work to where we don't even think about Firefly. But just for now, I'm watching yeah. that. But it was pretty cool, though. And so the dice... He puts up on the the thing, and we all kind of in our heads think that him driving around with with Kira is a flashback, is like in the past. Right. So he has these dice with him, but we all thought that that was going to be the dice he he used to win the the Falcon at that game of Sabak. So how does he have the dice when he's younger, and then how does he still years later win it in a game of Sabak? So maybe they're just his lucky dice, and he can detach them from the chain, and maybe he has it on them on but, him when he plays Lando. And but, maybe the, but then, how? Why would they let him use his own dice in a game with such high stakes? You know what I mean? Well, maybe they don't know they're his dice, and he just oh, kind of okay. like has so, them there, and he just and he goes, "Whoops, he I just threw my uh, threw my dice." So yeah, I thought about that. Uh, but if they if they if they explain it, I'm pretty sure. You know, we don't know what the movie's going to be. We don't know, like, how the order of events. I mean, we don't know. When we so, get to spoilers here, uh, I know a little bit. Oh, boy. All right. He knows more than I do, apparently. <laughs> and then uh, the resistance now. Back to resistance. Do you, would, would you be okay if they explained a little bit about Snoke in there? Like, this would be the opportunity to actually do that. Right. That's Rebels. one of the prime opportunities that fans are really thinking that they might delve into Snoke's backstory. Because, of course, we heard all the backlash from The Last Jedi. Yeah. And deserve it, kind of. I mean, people go back to Palpatine. We didn't have any backstory for him. and We had no they, backstory they point for him. Back, yeah, they point back to him. But, I mean, we had that really huge expanse of time. To have books, novels, and everything to find out more about him. And not until recently you find out what his first name was, which was Sheev. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity. And also, it's about the resistance. So, you would figure Leia would have to be a yeah. prominent figure in that show. So, how are they going to address that? Who's going to play that voice? Yeah. So, that that's going to be interesting. Um, but... To me, I'm I'm more excited about this than I was for Rebels. Ooh, okay. So yeah, just the anime style, the voice talent, and and just this the 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 this where it takes place. There's so much we still don't know about. Right, that. right, you know and it's least? a lot of it's yeah. it's a lot of backstory that a lot of people care about. Oh yeah, who are interested in the films. And like the, every time, like a, a, one of those books comes out, like I'm like, oh my gosh, like here we go. Now we get to fill in a little bit more. There's all these characters in the aftermath series who are you know during this time of you know the res, the re, right. resistance. And, and those all, people can be brought in as be, well. They're all going to be brought. in. We're going to see Snap right. and everything, and that's going to be pretty cool. Right. And but I'm just. Uh, 
wondering if they're gonna try to sneak Snoke in there somehow. Because I remember I started thinking if they put Snoke anywhere in Rebels, that was gonna make me really, really upset. Because it was like, all right, we don't really know who this guy is. Y'all don't really know who this guy is, but he was around here this time. It's cool. And then they would have like explained it in Rebels. So I'm really glad they didn't do that in Rebels. And so when I heard about this one, I'm thinking, all right, this is the perfect time to say, okay, here he is. Here's a little bit about him, and it's going to be right. awesome. And I'm excited. I think there's a novel out there that alludes to Palpatine being aware yes. of Snoke. Yes, yes. Uh, who who said somebody? Was it Pablo probably who, who mentioned it? Or Because I know somewhere somebody had told me that, like, he right. always knew about in the, right. uh, the what's that called? The, um, the outer rim. The outer, like, further out the outer yeah. rim, which is where, like, uh, Thrawn is from. Right. And which was where, and if you watch Rebels, that's where he and uh, Ezra kind of go. Right. So there's like all this stuff that leads out there, and the fact that Palpatine knew what was what was out there, and so that's that. Man, if they go deep into that, that's going to be really cool. Like, yeah. It's going to be a really successful TV show for us Star Wars fans. It's all yeah. watch. Yeah, the, the Star Wars franchise has that huge luxury of having that whole area just yeah. untalked about mm-hmm. and undiscovered. So they can basically kind of interweave in whatever storyline that that fits current canon, and they can make it work. Yep. And uh, so now we get to Boyega, who said, hey, I'm growing out my hair for – and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And, again, that was really smart because you got to have to find a way to get rid of – not get rid of Leia, but have Leia's character pass and with enough time in between for them to just kind of move on from that death and not make it a big deal that she's gone you know what I mean? Right. And so I thought that was really smart of them to say, okay, uh, we're, we're five years, we're six years, seven years away, and she's passed away here. So now we have all bored, and now we're going to be over here and doing this. So I was really excited about right. that. And then I got really excited for the books that are going to come out between eight and nine, where they're going to explain so much stuff. They're going to explain. Now that's going to be a gap that everybody's going to want to know because I'm pretty sure when we see Ray, she's going to be just a full-on Jedi Master. I'm talking she's going to be just incredible right. when Episode Nine starts. So right. we're going to be able to like go and see like in, in all these novels that are going to be coming out, like what her like journey was through yeah. all of this. And, yeah. and who knows? Maybe when the movie starts, Finn and Rose could already be married. You know what I mean? Like that that whole thing could be like yeah. we just we just bypassed a crap load of stuff. Because we didn't, you know, we don't have time to show it. Now the movie starts, and boom, here we are. Right. Finn, Finn and Rose are together. Poe and Ray are now together. You know, and this is happening. She has a Jedi apprentice now, and all this other stuff. And here we go. The movie starts. Yeah. Which yeah. okay. So now that I think about it, maybe you're right. Maybe they could. Now that they have like, they just start the story here five years later. Now they have time to kind of just go, and maybe they could show those flashbacks that you were talking about because they don't yeah, have to. That would be they don't have to explain really awesome. anything yeah, anymore. Yeah, I mean it's kind of all or nothing now. Yeah, I mean there's nothing holding them back to do something spectacular. And I mean, look at Marvel and see what they're doing. Yeah, true. They're just knocking them all out of the park, and <laughs> Star Wars has this one last episode to do, and who knows what's going to happen after that as far as the episodes go. I, I no think, one's really talked about that. If they, I think if they promote it with the final like episode, like from, from 1977 until 2019, like this story has has spanned this entire generation. This is the final one, and they promote it like that, then yeah. But as for like episodes... Rumor had it somewhere I'd read a long time ago. Daisy Ridley had said she had signed on for three more after 
the uh, after nine. So it was going to be ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, I think that's just so, a rumor. So I signed on for three. So yeah. yeah. So in my head, I thought that better not be the case because that's going to be too much. So it, it was smart because th- this whole episodic what we're seeing now is the Skywalker like story. And even though we don't have a Skywalker per se, we still have Ben Solo. So we get to see from the father all the I mean from the grandfather to the grandson like mm-hmm. the whole story. And so this is the going to be the perfect time to end it all. And if they promote it that way, I think that could be a good way for them to, you know, make it just a huge, huge movie, you know, event. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to what you said about signing for multiple films, there's a lot of people thinking that there's going to be a solo trilogy now for the simple fact that Alden Ehrenreich let go in an interview that he was signed on for three films. Yeah. But everyone is signed on for multiple films when you're in a big franchise yeah. because... It all goes back to Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man. He signed on for one film. It blew up. Then they had all these ideas for this other stuff. And then he made like $50 million a picture or something. Yeah, he made So he like made out. So now it's like a rule in Hollywood now to sign your stars for multiple films. But going back to Daisy Ridley, she only signed for three. She can like super raise up her asking price for an episode 10, you know? Yeah, she could. And people love Ray, including yourself. Oh, I love and Ray. I, yeah. I, I think she's really good too. And yeah, I mean, if she wants to negotiate, man, she's she's she could become got like, a lot of leverage now. Oh yeah, she could so, become one yeah. of the highest paid you know actresses. Yeah, in and Hollywood. She, and she didn't make much for The Force Awakens. No, she didn't. She barely. But it's it's bizarre to know that because like she, they all knew going in. This is kind of our star of this movie now. You know what right. I mean? Right. It, it was going to basically, it, it was it was almost like an investment because yeah. they're going to be seen by millions of people. They're going to be known the world over and they could probably go to any project. It's just a huge stepping stone yeah. type of. I remember she said, because this was like her first movie, right? Like Force Awakens. Like, like she, her I know first she, like Hollywood, Hollywood movie, yeah. She said, they, they were, she was on like the Good Morning America, the Today Show, and they asked her like, how are you? How how does it feel? She said, I just saw my face up in Times Square on the big Jumbotron. She said, that is insane. Yeah, like, and, yeah. I, and I can't even like how like she must be feeling like she just comes in, she plays this character, and then boom, there she is. And like I said, we talked about our first podcast which just how crazy it was when they released that first teaser i mean not the teaser poster the first poster of the movie and everybody just went oh what who is she and why is she in the middle big and just like oh that, that got me so excited when i saw her and i said oh i think she's gonna be the main character of the movie and sure enough so here yeah, she goes man. i really love john boyega's story that, that he tells he went on a date with like a blind date with someone who didn't know who he was and they were in New York in Times Square and it was the moment where his date asked so what do you do and he said he simply turned around and pointed at his picture <gasps> in Times Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it was a picture of him like this the yes, lightsaber. Yes, yes, yes. So he pointed and then she looked and then she didn't get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's in- that's insane. I remember uh, did you ever see the um the the trailer reaction when he watched it yeah yeah when he jumped yeah, over the couch I, I, think he was, yeah. I think he's with his like his dad or his brothers I man, think he's with his agent his agent yeah, yeah and he just goes what he just like flips yeah. over the couch because that was a I remember because that was at the end of the trailer you just see Kylo Ren walking up to him with the lightsaber and it right. just cut off right so there. did you think he was going to be a Jedi I thought well I don't 
I didn't see him as being a Jedi. I just saw him because I knew he was a stormtrooper, and I thought, how does a stormtrooper become a Jedi? Like, I, it's something that you're when you're young, you build up. That I started thinking, okay, so maybe he always had it in him, and then so my mind went that way. But then in the back of my head, I thought, no, I don't think he's gonna be. I never saw him as a Jedi, which is crazy. I don't know why. I just didn't crafts that did you see him as a jedi when, you man, when i saw him with that lightsaber man i was like oh man he's gonna be a jedi yeah him and days are gonna be jedis and they're probably gonna restart the jedi order but then it was like yeah we saw the movie and of course he didn't become a jedi he, he's not, it doesn't seem like he's force sensitive yeah but of course he had that baton training yes so i guess that made it kind of believable yeah. well, for him to handle a weapon well I mean, well just like with ray where you know people are like how does she fight with a lightsaber it's like well she grew up kind of having to fight her whole life so she she knew right, how to right, she knew how to right. do it with that bow staff with that yeah. bow staff which is pretty cool and i love i love that they hid her with the lightsaber until the movie came out like she right. nobody ever saw her with the lightsaber right and uh, i remember the like when the toys came out because I think they did half her without the lightsaber, half her with the lightsaber. Yeah. There was a big story saying they di- they don't have enough Ray action figures. Why right. is that, Lucasfilm? Do you not believe in your your main <laughs> character to release her action figure? And then, the film. <laughs> and then after the movie came out, then they said, "Oh, by the way, here's the second half of all the toys." look what's in her hand now and it was the lightsaber right. and everybody just went oh I get it you didn't want to kind of ruin that it's like yeah you don't want to ruin something yeah. that cool because I you know I said it before I'll say it again one of my favorite moments in all the saga is her catching the lightsaber in Force Awakens because yeah. I wasn't expecting it like when, when the when the that shoots up and she catches it and the music starts up I was like oh this is this is amazing. I was expecting Luke Skywalker to catch <laughs> Every, that lightsaber. Everybody was expecting Luke. Because we hadn't seen him yet. And it was the, like the end of the film. I'm like, where's Luke? But it's like, if he would have showed up there, it's like, dude, what were you doing for like, you know, Han Solo died. Like, there's a big, like, what are you doing? He's like, I wanted to show up at the right moment. You know what I mean? So that, for me, it didn't work if Luke were to be there. Because it would have pissed me off. Like, you know, if he would have showed up like 10 minutes earlier, I think he could have stopped your friend from dying. So that I would have been mad at Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just kind of think back to actually JJ being in that writer's room and trying to figure out, okay, so the lightsaber flies out of the snow past Kylo Ren's face and Ray catches it. I mean, how believable. I mean, is an audience, is the world actually going to believe that this girl yeah. who hadn't been trained be able to use the Force? To me, that would be such a like a contentious argument in a writer's room. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. that like you that, cannot have Ray catch that lights. It has to be Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People but say, then people, but then people are like, no, but you know, she could. The Force could be with her. You know, she could just in her mind, she could feel it, and then she could call to it. And like you know, so I can see the argument happening, and then somebody right. ultimately, whoever had the idea first, they won, and it worked. It, it was an incredible moment. Yeah, yeah, hindsight, it did work to me. It, it, it really did work. And me being me, I like the music in Star Wars. Like I said, I cried when I saw John Williams uh, up there at Star Wars Celebration. That moment when she catches the lightsaber, you know what song is playing during that moment? Yeah, it's it's a song. It's it's the only other time that it's been in a Star Wars yes. film. It's when Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru were murdered by the yes. stormtroopers. And it was such a it's a it's a very pivotal moment in Luke's life. Right. And then for John Williams to go, Oh yeah, watch this and he plays it again when she yeah. catched when she caught the lightsaber, I I was it gave yeah. me chills. My eyes got I got 
you know, like really emotional when I saw that scene because right. it was really, really cool, man. And so I don't know how we got out of Force Awakens and everything, but you know, <laughs> but with because it's Star Wars, because it's Star Wars stuff. Yeah. But with Episode Nine, it's gonna be really cool to see like how far Ray has gotta be, like how far it's, she's gonna go, and I'm, I'm just. It's. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, they could make more money than Infinity Wars. They really can. They and really just, can. Well, I mean, after Last Jedi, after the whole fandom split thing, it's kind of like, man, you have people online saying, "I'm done with Star Wars. I'm done with it." But I mean, are they really they're done no, with it? Are they not. really not going to see the next episode? I mean, no. it's like people go. talk a whole bunch of trash, and then you know, you know, you you were saying earlier how people were like, "Well, we didn't know anything about Palpatine." It's like you didn't know anything about Palpatine in yeah. the original movies, but for some odd reason, we were okay with that. And then if we watch the prequels, we go, oh, okay, now we know a little bit more about him. But now, with this day and age, with Snoke and how he went out, people are like, man, that's stupid. We don't know anything about Snoke. It's like, there's a reason why. Because they are gonna, they will explain it to us. They're not just going to let it. Like, Lucas wouldn't, you know, Lucas didn't knew he wasn't going to do that. Lucas had his villain, his ultimate villain there, and he kills him. But people accepted that back in the day. But now it just seems like there's so many... What is that? Critics. Critics, yeah. That's a great word. Critics. So many critics who just want to just nitpick at every little thing, and it's like there's a there's a reason why. Like, why, how come we accepted that back in the day, but we can't accept this? You know? It yeah. just doesn't make any sense to me why the, the critics are doing what they're doing and saying what they're saying. But, yeah. Are they really done with Star Wars, though? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it, people want to vent. People want attention. Likes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Like us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so do we have any uh, spoilers this week? Do we have any... Uh, so, yeah, there should are we, some Should we, should major, we turn the alarm on? Okay, yeah, here we there go. There are some major spoilers. Okay, what do and, we got? Uh, do I, do I want to know these, or... Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, they could be just rumors, so, okay, so anything I say, I mean, it could be... Not true. All right, so y'all have been warned. You have heard the alarms. So here we go. What do so we yeah, got? there are some extremely juicy tidbits here. So yeah, if you don't want to hear the spoilers, just turn off the podcast because I'm about to possibly spoil several things here. Um, I'm actually just going to leave the room right now. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, what do okay, we? Okay, he's, he's walking. He's out. walking out. <laughs> he's walking out of the room. He's locked the door. Okay. <laughs> so in that solo feature, the big rumor is that. If you've seen it, you see that big, like, worm creature come out of the water. Yeah, what is that? So, apparently, the rumor is that thing is actually the crime boss that Solo answers to. Not Moloch, which is the action figure that came out. Okay, so this is, like, this is, like, the job of the hut. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, and that that takes place on Corellia, which is Han's... Planet. Planet, yeah. That's that's where he grew up. Um, also, this is a plot point that's rumored in Solo, which it's not that big of a spoiler, but I think it will change your mind when you see the trailer, because when we see the trailer, he's riding in that speeder that looks like an old school car. Yeah. But what is he actually doing? Is he running away from someone, or is he participating in a race? And that's the rumor. He's actually in a race trying to win, like, a grand prize that his crime boss wants. Okay. So, yeah. And Kira's just chilling with him during this? 
I don't think Kira's actually in that car when he's flying around. Maybe she is. I don't know. I haven't seen. I, I th- yeah, it's the one where he's like. He's I haven't driving. seen it that close. Yeah. Well, no, no. It, it's when he takes. It's when there's the fork in the road and he pulls he, he around does that, that and Tokyo he does like a, yeah yeah Tokyo drift. <laughs> he does the, the Tokyo drift there yeah right yeah. right okay oh man that's so, cool yeah that's that's kind of a rumor and also the big one for episode 9 uh, the rumor is that there's four major characters being cast what this is a rumor four major characters so i he, heard i heard there was a new one uh, what was the code name the, like i only heard one like so People kind of uh, jump to the conclusion that since you lost Snoke, you're going to lose uh, uh, Benicio de Toro's character. You're going to lose Haldo. They need to be replaced, essentially. Okay. So that's why they're saying that there's possibly four new characters. And there's a new code name. We talked about last podcast how there was Mara. Yeah. This one, this code name is Caro. Okay. Who's Caro? And that represents a, a potential... African American female between the ages of eighteen and twenty six being searched for. Oh, okay. And there's some assumption there that this person is actually a part of the resistance and is very kind of wise beyond her years and plays some type of pivotal role in the resistance eventual victory, we assume. I don't okay. think they're gonna leave it in darkness. So Well um, that's okay, alright, what else? <laughs> and also the one that made me the happiest was that they're casting, they're looking to cast a group of males to interact heavily with Kylo Ren. Oh, man, we're going to see them. <laughs> we're finally going to see them. So hopefully we get Knights of Ren oh, show up. Sh- and they have to show up. See some, like, ungodly badassery happen. <laughs> That would be totally. I Dude, mean, that's what we. That's what the fans want. That's right? what we all want. We want yeah. to see the Knights of Red. We yeah. want it because now that he's the supreme leader, he's going to bring them all back together. So, I, it's writing itself right there. That's all. You know. So, like, I, I, I'm crazy. I'm. My name is James. I'm a crazy person. I, I love Star Wars. That's my my confession. I wrote like the opening crawl of like Episode Nine, and one of the things I said was, you know, after the the rise of. You know, Kylo Ren, he has now sent out his knights throughout the galaxy to crush the resistance. So now in my head, I'm thinking they're all going to be spread around the galaxy. You know, each of them like generals with their own with their own armies fighting the resistance. And Kylo's just kind of be his only job, just like Vader's was to find Rey. Like Vader was like, I have to find Luke. I have to find Luke. Like this war is going on. I don't care. I need to find Luke. Kylo Ren's thing is going to be the same thing, which was, okay, y'all go out there and fight your battles. I need to find Rey. So right. I think that's how the Knights of Ren are going to be played into this movie. Right. And so, and part of me thinks, like, she's going to be looking for the history of them to figure out how, what's the best way to bring down these, these amazing fighters. And so there is how I think we're going to start to see this, the backstory of Snoke and how he rose to power and how these certain people became the Knights of Ren. So that's how I think it, it, her research of how to bring them down is how we're going to find out about them. So there's my, uh, there's my uh, story. <laughs> yeah, Like you said, though, if there's going to be five years in between The Last Jedi and Episode Nine, that's a lot of time to, for Rey and maybe Force Ghost Luke to train. Yeah. Potential new Jedi, or, and maybe yes. have a showdown between them and the Knights of Ren. Yep, with Kylo. 
So we'd finally get a Sith versus Jedi lightsaber battle that we've always wanted to see on screen. Do you remember that big rumor that there was supposed to be a fight on Octu between uh, the Knights of Ren and Luke? And- That's what I was going to go next. Yeah, yeah. Because if we were doing this podcast a couple years ago, I would have said that same rumor. Because yeah. there was supposed to be... I think because um, Adam, Adam Driver, Driver did show yes. up on Octu for that scene where they touched the hands. Yeah. And... There was a rumor there that Luke was going to show up and, like, dispatch the Knights of Ren like yeah. they were nothing and kill him off. Yes. Which would have been disappointing that he would just kill him off. So it's kind of, like, a good thing that that didn't happen yeah. so that we get him in this film. So, yeah, that was a rumor back then, and I'm kind of glad now it didn't happen. So now J.J. has them. Yes. And he was the one that kind of originated yeah, them. Yeah, he created the Knights of Ren. So, yeah. yeah, he created this, like, super, like, overinflated type of idea that we have of them that i mean they I mean, are it, it, it's funny yeah you, you just said this idea we have no idea who these guys are right we have no idea what they look like we saw a little bit of them in the force awakens yeah. when uh kylo yeah. ren is there and and we just like have this idea like I mean, these guys would be cool but we don't know anything about them right let me ask you a question about force awakens the scene where ray sees that guy die is that a flashback or is that a flash or is that her looking at the future so I've, I've heard that. But then now we know because he destroyed his mask. Unless he was like, you know what, man? I'm going to make me another mask while I, while I wait, you know. The awesome thing about that Force Vision scene is that it could be all of the above. It could be the past, present, future. Yeah. And I always thought when she, when she had that Force Vision, it was all of the past. It was all of that new Jedi Temple getting destroyed. Yeah. And Luke getting betrayed by Ben Solo. But now I'm kind of thinking, man, maybe it was like the future. Maybe we're going to see this this scene in the rain, Knights of Ren versus, and that guy that gets stabbed is one of the one of Ray's Padawans. Yeah, true. So it's, I mean, it could go anywhere, man. Go. Did you ever see like the? There's that shape in the background of that scene. Whenever like the lightning flashes, there's like something in the back. Of that scene, like a castle type, it's, yeah, shadow, yeah, like something. a castle. Or, and I even thought it was the tree in uh, Force: uh, The Last yeah, Jedi yeah. and all this other stuff. But it doesn't make any sense because yeah. I don't know. It's like there, and that that Force vision is like one of my favorite parts of the Force Awakens because, like you said, there's so many things in there that you don't know. Is this the future? Is this the past? Is this how is this going to play? And so that particular scene, I'm always confused. Like, how is that going to play? into all of this or or is it just gonna be one of those things that jj was like yeah it was pretty cool yeah, <laughs> i'll start it right now man hashtag take us home jj Jake, oh there you go <laughs> all right you heard it here first on the star wars stuff podcast yeah hashtag take what did you say take, take us home take us home jj because I, I i'm telling you man i think he's gonna do something pretty pretty great with that with that movie i'm, I'm gonna say it yeah yeah He's got that opportunity, man. It's it's out there. He's written the script. Uh, Boyega it seems like he's seen it, and yeah, boy, yeah, he, he seems excited. Yeah, I love I love that he is so confident that they're going to show him in the trailer. Like that has to be such like a cool thing for some an actor to be like, just watch the trailer, you'll see. I'm going to be in it. Why? Because I'm John Boyega. I'm Finn. Like, I'm I'm in Star Wars. Of course they're going to show my face. You know, that has to be such a cool thing to put on a resume. Yeah, and you kind of talked about that in the interview, how Star Wars was his big break, and now he's doing stuff like producing and acting in Pacific Rim, and he has the projects. So, yeah, it's it was uh, not so much a financial 
kind of windfall more so than it was a career windfall for yeah. both him and Daisy. And then Oscar Isaac was already working. He was actor. already he was yeah. already pretty yeah. great. He, he was is. already doing a lot of stuff. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So again, uh, uh, Ray and Poe will be together the next one, I think. Man, now you got me thinking that maybe this isn't just five years in the future. Maybe it's like more, and we're gonna see older versions of these characters. Oh man, no, I, I because don't. you you want to think like you said, Daisy Ridley only signed on for three films. So maybe they're gonna jump like twenty years in the future. So they're gonna put makeup on them, right? And then right. It's gonna be like, oh, this isn't that's that's not Daisy Ridley. Like that. I mean, that's stop. You know what I mean? Like maybe not like that. Not Daisy. Maybe we'd be like yeah, that. And you got my wheels turning here. So, uh, so that's a question to all of you out there. Do you think they're gonna shoot ahead five years, ten years, fifteen? Like, is it gonna be is it gonna be the same type of gap as there is between episode three and four? You know what I mean? Or episodes, you know, six and seven. Like, that's crazy to think that if they could do that, they could go oh, 20 years later. Here we go. Episode nine. Because, I mean, maybe they could have Leia pass away due to just health, you know? Yeah. they Yeah. They could seriously if do that. If they do 20 years in the future, I mean, what, what would that make her? I mean, that would have her be in the, her 80s. In her 80s or 90s. So, yeah, yeah she could have she could pass away because yeah. of her health. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't necessarily be due to like a battle or something yeah. like that. I don't think. Yeah. I never saw her dying in a battle like yeah. ever. I always saw her dying, and which was why that shot in Last Jedi. I was like, "Oh, okay, I wasn't." Ex- she didn't die though. But I so with her with this jump in the future, it, it feels really smart that they could clear all of that up with Leia really, really quickly, and just say, "Okay." And then Poe, of course, will be the main. So you think it's going to be done in the in the uh, the crawl? I uh, yeah, okay. actually, now that I know that it's that far in the future. It might not even be a relevant thing to talk about. They might just kind of mention it in passing in some yeah. of the dialogue. Yeah, like when there's gonna be a whole book about that. Exactly, and you know yeah. what? Claudia Gray will write it, right. and it'll be awesome. And I'll, I'll I'll read I'll read it. I'll read the hell out of it. Okay, so you said they're gonna cast this new this new uh, girl for this part of the Resistance. I'm a little disappointed that they don't bring up Billy Lord's character and make her. Like that part of the resistance, well, like kind of carry. I think she'll it. probably still be there. No, but, but I wanted her. I want her to be like a be featured. Bigger, be yeah, be featured because she's she's you know she's cool. She's yeah. she's really cool. And plus, you know, like who she is. You know, she's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Like how cool would it right. be to know to see now her daughter just rise up? So that would be a cool thing to, to see in episode nine. Is this character you know become like this big prominent you know member of the resistance? And of course, Poe is going to be in charge. Like Poe's going to be. And you know, I just saw this last week that a lot of people are asking for that same thing for Daniel Logan to reprise his role as Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So have him maybe at least be in a suit. I don't know so much acting. I don't know what his acting chops are, if he's even doing anything. Uh, I haven't haven't seen him. I know he does a lot of conventions. He does a lot of stuff on Instagram. Why not, right? Why not? (laughs) I mean, if if he can act. That'd be pretty cool, though, to see him come back as. Or who knows, maybe he's going to be in the. Solo as Boba uh, Fett, maybe. Yeah, the age it's around. He's around that. He was how old is he now? He's like he's. Like, uh, so Attack of the Clones was two thousand two, and I think he was around like twelve. Okay, so we've now we're. Gee, I can't do math. Was well, sixteen years later? Right. So yeah, he's yeah he's, he's an adult. He's about that age where he could play. Yeah. Boba Fett, and I have seen him dressed up in the Boba Fett stuff, and he looks like the. 
normal size Boba Fett. How cool would that be? That yeah. would be amazing if they're Bring like, back. they're like, oh yeah, I'm back. I'm, Bo- I'm Boba Fett, and we all go, that's pretty cool, man. Like you just yeah. like just how that one actress was Mon Mon Mothma in Episode Three, which they deleted the scene, right? Or did they? I don't remember if they deleted it or not. Yeah, they yeah they they just cut it out, and then then she was able to reprise her role in uh, um, right a Rogue One. So that's another thing where they could yeah, do that as well. With him. So so yeah yeah solos this month this month yes yeah. just a, a couple of more weeks film. just a couple of more weeks and we're gonna be there and uh, just uh, also I, I was I didn't want to mention it but I guess I will mention it we will be doing should I say it yeah okay we will be doing our a second podcast this week. For May the 4th, uh, we will be reporting if any news breaks at all. Uh, and also, we will be hopefully saying we have our tickets already. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then also, we'll again, we'll just talk about Star Wars stuff and our love. I know we always talk about like kind of the background of Star Wars, but I think we should talk about our love for Star Wars as well. You yeah, know we'll, I mean? we'll probably just kind of free-flowing conversation. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're going to do one. Again. Unless it's a bunch of huge news drops somehow. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, May 4th, a bunch of huge news may drop. Yeah, true. So, so we so might we'll, be talking about Yeah, we will, we will hopefully be able to report on that really, really quickly for y'all on May the 4th. And so, yeah, I think we're pretty good. I think we're going to wrap it up here yeah. today. This is a pretty good podcast. I think we, we did really well. And. Thank y'all for listening. Like, I'll pat myself on the back. I'll pat myself <laughs> on the back for this one. Uh, thank y'all for listening. This is our eighth episode. And uh, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, if you're still yeah, listening to the spoilers. Yeah, if you if you skip the spoilers, <laughs> sorry you didn't get to hear our outro. But yeah, like I say, I, I say every week. But thank y'all, and please keep listening, and you know, give us a a like, a subscribe, and a comment on us. All right, and then we'll we'll see you on May the fourth. And uh, may the force be with you. Always.